0: Hello and welcome to It's The Vibe Podcast, the show where we march to the beat of our own drum and we truly live by the saying, we do things differently around here. On this podcast, we believe that in order to achieve your goals in life, you need to venture off the beaten path and pave your own journey. So buckle up, open your mind and let's do things differently. Hello and welcome back to another episode of It's The Vibe Podcast. You are with your host, Megan I hope you are well. I hope you have missed me as much as I have missed you. It has been a couple of weeks um, that I took off from the podcast and I'm going to fill you in all about why. Uh, but yes, every time I would like come up with something, I'd be like, oh my God, I'll chat on the podcast about that. So I've got like a lineup of stuff that's going to be epic. <laughs> um, I will get to it uh, throughout the year, which is going to be amazing, but Basically, I had a couple of weeks off from the podcast and I'm like, I just don't even know where to begin. I made notes for this episode and I was just like, holy shit, I don't even know where to start. I'll start with the biggest piece, I suppose. So I have moved house. So not only have I moved house, I have moved three hours away from Adelaide. So I am now living up in the Riverland. So I have uprooted my whole life my cats, my dog uh, and I'm now living with my partner Uh, but not just my partner I'm living with his cat and his dog as well. It's like a fucking zoo here but it is just honestly like I'm just never not entertained. Like the cats thankfully have settled in beautifully. Uh, Prada is doing Prada things and just you know telling everyone all about her whole life all the time. (laughs) Um, It's actually as I record this her birthday today. So uh, she's my big 14 year old and so we've had experiences on our walks, as I used to have at my old place when I would walk her in the pram. Uh, but I've been obviously people got used to it, then and it was sort of like a nothing. But now I'm kind of like going through the whole thing again. Of like, oh, why is your dog in a pram? I'm like, oh, you're not walking. or like, oh, she's not. Dog's not really on a walk. And so yeah, it's just been like hilarious to settle into a new area. Um, yeah. It's it's been a it's been a journey. So I'll take you along that journey with me. Um, and I guess just in terms of how long Cody and I have been together, and it's funny because I had put this projection onto us before really anybody else had mentioned it to me. Um, obviously, we haven't been uh, together, I guess, that long. However, we've known each other a very long time, and he was my best friend before he was my boyfriend. So uh, I know all of the dirty details about this man and uh it's funny because i've picked up on new like i guess nuances of his that i wasn't aware of previously and it's just the funniest thing so that's been an experience. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I guess not once have I been like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is too soon. And I guess not only that, i just kind of, like, been the opposite, really. And everything has kind of fallen into place that's, you know, beyond perfectly. And when I started to have meltdown moments, uh, believe me, they were, like, frequent during this whole process. I would see angel numbers or I would see a butterfly. And those are just my signs that it's okay and it's absolutely perfect. So... I'm going to get him on the podcast next week. So I'm so excited to do that and bless him. He is actually willing to do so. And if you know him, you will know that he's very, very shy. So I'm excited to get him on the podcast. And it's purely just to talk about, I suppose, um, when I guess you're in a relationship with somebody and, you know, people always say like, when you know, you know. Uh, And with him, that is like a thousand percent the case. So... Lots of stuff's happened and yes, it has felt completely right the whole way through, but I've still had, like I said, like a bucket load of meltdown moments where I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm ever going to get through this, like how's this going to feel? But I have felt very aligned in this whole process and not only personally aligned, I signed a new soul aligned business client in Pink Silhouette Marketing, uh, actually just on the weekend. And it's so funny because they just happen to have offices in Adelaide and in the Riverland. Like how insane like it it was just absolutely perfect so it's not yeah no part of this journey have i been like i've made a mistake um is purely just been managing my own internal um dialogue with myself my own internal expectations of myself that has kind of led me to have a complete bloody breakdown that i had last week so if you are new here you may not know but if you are a frequent uh, listener of the podcast you'll know I'm completely obsessed with the riverland like completely obsessed. I grew up spending all of my holiday time at the river with my family. Uh, I bought my boat so that I could be here more with, you know, my loved ones. And I just love the feel of being on the river. So I now get to do my daily river walks where I stroll along and I get to, you know, see the sunrise over the river and, you know, take afternoon strolls on the riverside and listen to the speedboats going past and the jet skis. And it's just like, like some people I find annoying, but I just find it so calming (laughs) It literally reminds me of being a kid and sleeping in our tents and being, you know, woken up to um boats, noise or boats driving past um, of a morning time. I've had kookaburras, like it's just beautiful here. So I'm so thrilled to be here. I'm so glad that we've kind of settled in. Uh This podcast is not going to be on video because one, it's like 10 to 6 in the morning when I'm recording this on Monday. Um And I just, I just didn't have the inspiration. I normally record on a Sunday, but I just didn't have it in me yesterday um to do it so yeah I am thrilled to be here I'm going to bring you guys as I do along with all of my journeys and all of my life lessons and all of the fun things uh but yeah I'm really kind of anchoring into I guess sharing more of my um all my experiences and all the lessons along the way so hopefully they will help and resonate with you so let's talk about the move it was harder than I thought to move out of my place. It was the craziest thing because I felt like I was almost mourning. And it really made me reflect on all of the amazing things that I experienced or had or whatever in that place. So, you know, my nieces both slept, you know, a heap of nights there. Um, It was the house that I bought in just the most bizarre, random series of events uh, in the absolute perfect timing. Uh, you know, I built my business in that house. Like my business was born in my office in that place. And it was, you know, my piece of, I guess, the world that I had, you know, lived there on my own. And it was, I guess, the first house I had bought that I had didn't have anybody. else was living with me at the time. And it was just me for like, well, like three years. And I, I think i yeah, three years. I lived there for three years. So, you know, I had, it was three bedrooms. It was, you know, two and a half bathrooms. I had a double, you know what, like I just had, I had all of the space. So to one, think of culling down all of my shit to basically fit into the smaller house that we are in now was just like overwhelming. I was like, I've got no idea how I'm going to do this. Anyway, as it always does, it worked out. Um, But, yeah, also it was sort of like letting go of that part of me, which I guess I was ready to do um, because, you know, I had just built I had completely changed as a person since living there as well. And, you know, personal develop, development is something that I had focused on quite a lot uh, prior to that, but it really, I guess, deepened my practices in that place as well. So it was sort of like my last, you know, like sidewalk that I did with Prada and, and you know, that was really an emotional time for me and I felt like, yeah, I was letting go. I haven't even solved the fucking thing. Like I've got a tenant in there now. She's amazing. <laughs> so I'm just like the funniest thing and it's, you know, a pile of constructed timber when you really think about it, but you know for me and I, you know I'm such a sentimental person anyway. um I yeah, I just went through a lot in that house. So it was more difficult than I had um I guess envisaged it was going to be because I am so excited for this next chapter of my life. um but yeah, it was it was a bit of a tricky one. And I literally cried probably like I'm gonna say like every day, maybe not, but most days. And I was actually, I felt like I was being so dramatic about it all until a friend said to me that it is up there with one of the top five stresses in life. So I Googled it because I was like, surely not. But it's true. So it's actually third. So the first one is death of a loved one. Uh, The second one is divorce or separation. And the third one is moving home. So that makes me... Consider- feel considerably better. However, I shouldn't need something like that to make myself feel better because you know I could have just been kinder to myself. Which again, I'll get into the lessons of all of that. So it was a little bit more drawn out than I had hoped in terms of the move because we could really only move on the weekends, and again because you know being a three-hour drive, it was sort of it was tricky. And I've apparently become a person that requires everything to be in order. So I didn't do with boxes around the house and things not in their spot very well. (laughs) So I was being a bit of an asshole to myself throughout this process. However, so I really did shame myself for being as stressed as I was. Like, you should just be able to handle this. The fuck is wrong with you? And it was like, that was my internal dialogue. I want to say monologue, but it was very much a dialogue. Um, because it was like this constant thing of like, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed about the move. Okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed about the process. And like I guess, you know, everyone that's moved house, um, which I imagine would be most people, but you have to align so many things, right? So you have to align everything being set to move into a new place but also out of your current place. So I deal with stress you know, quite a lot of stress on a daily basis, you know, as we all do. So I have my clients to look after and support. Um, I've got my business to run behind the scenes and I'm adding a six hour commute into that as well. So that was just like beyond overwhelming for me. So I'm actually commuting between Riverland and Adelaide. So as I said, it's about three hours, uh, one way, it's so a six hour round trip. So I'll be going down to Adelaide during the week and coming back here uh, for sort of extended weekends. So, um, not only am I beyond grateful to have a business that supports that so I can spend more time here um but I'm also beyond grateful that I have somewhere to go when I'm back in Adelaide um and spending time more time I guess with my family and friends and more kind of like I guess intentional time as well so I'm not kind of like jamming them into like a weekend when I've got a spot on a Saturday afternoon it's literally I'm creating my schedule so that I can have those pockets of time where they may, you know, not be as long, but they're considerably more frequent um, and considerably more intentional. So I'm excited, 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 excited. Uh, but as I said, I was not very kind to myself and I quickly found myself in a shiftful mindset because I was completely thrown out of my routine. So that was not new. I did know, I do know that about myself. I typically will thrive in a I guess continual routine. So even though I had significantly increased the pressure on myself, I was not allowing any release or any forgiveness to myself whatsoever. Like I literally just be able like expected myself to be able to continue normal life, um, and then chuck all this in on top. So you know, hindsight's twenty twenty vision, right? So I, I still expected myself to work eighty odd hour weeks to do my morning routine, to go to the gym seven days a week, to walk every day to keep up with 75 hard, to fucking reply to all my messages, to, you know, all of the things, right? And even, like, just saying it now just makes me exhausted and just makes me realise, like, how delulu I was. Look, I'm all about being delulu, but this was just stupid. <laughs> so last Tuesday I fell into an absolute heap, uh, ended up with a migraine, and if you know, you know migraines. They're awful. So, like, it's not just a bad headache. It's literally, like, they're completely debilitating. And I, I had an idea that this was kind of going to come on. I either thought okay, well, maybe it might be my endo or my Crohn's that might flare, um, but it was a migraine. So I came home on Tuesday and I literally went straight to bed. Um, Thankfully, my dad was able to walk and feed Prada, so I could literally just, you know, relax. I will try to relax anyway. Uh, but you know, you can't sleep cause of the pain. So I literally just had to lay there with my own thoughts because even sometimes when I get migraines, I can listen to things. So it'd be like final beats or I literally would put on Brooklyn nine nine just to like kind of relax my mind. But I literally was that bad. I couldn't even listen to anything. So I was literally just stuck there with my own thoughts and I was like, fuck it. Like this is not working. I need to, I need to come up with some sort of plan. Um, so in my delusion that I was, I just said to myself, look, I'm just going to do the bare minimum for the rest of this week. I was coming back to the Riverland on Wednesday anyway. I just had a couple of bits and pieces to tick off in Adelaide before I could come back. Um, but in terms of what my schedule looks like for the rest of the week, I'm cutting out everything I possibly can. So I'll show off for my clients and obviously get their stuff done. I'll only do the things I need to do in my business. Uh, I was canceling the gym. I was not forcing myself to wake up at 4 a.m. if I wake up great. If not, whatever. I wanted to fuel my body as best I could, but if I needed to for convenience or for a lack of time because I was on the road or whatever, I'm gonna eat for convenience. Um, and then after I said that to myself, it was just like like I could breathe and I felt like fell asleep. And then I didn't wake up until 8 a.m. the next morning. So Again, with migraines, you kind of get like a little bit of a hangover the next day. It's like you just feel foggy and you sort like you've got a bit of a, a bit of a headache still. But my nausea was heaps better. Um, my head was a billion times better, and that was literally the whole week. I scheduled myself a complete rest day on Saturday, um, and then I go back into it yesterday, being Sunday, and I worked a full day and doing what I absolutely love with just the best clients ever. So. I put all of this additional pressure on myself without thinking at the end of it that I needed some other sort of release. So when I, you know, and again, hindsight's 2020 vision. So when I kind of look back at the things I could have implemented at the time, these are the things I guess I kind of came up with. This is a reminder to my fucking self, but also if you need to hear this, okay, heed my warning, give yourself a fucking break. (laughs) So if you've got a lot going on in your life at the moment or if you feel like you're running a million miles an hour, it's like the, like not even a duck on the water where it's like calm on the surface and its little legs are going nuts. It's like fucking tidal waves, you know, on the surface and its legs are going nuts and you just feel like you're constantly spinning and not stopping and it's just too much, right? So if this is you right now, learn from last week, Megs. I'm going to give you some pieces of advice um, and some advice to myself. So be nicer to yourself and give yourself a fucking break. Like we expect so much from ourselves that we would never, ever, ever, ever expect that from other people. Okay. If you had your best friend going through this or someone you really care about going through something so tough, you wouldn't be like, shut up, get up away. We go like you, we just don't do it. Right. So treat yourself like your best friend or someone you really, really care about when you're going through these tough times, because guess what? We're just not typically programmed to be as kind or gracious to ourselves okay so next time where you feel like I just don't know what to do like you're just overwhelmed just, just ask yourself what would you do if your best friend came to you or someone you really love came to you and said look this is what I'm going through right now okay play that scenario in your head because when I did that I was just like wow okay I need to just chill the fuck out my next piece of advice is to take a break the world is not going to stop because you rested for a couple of hours and this is exactly what I freaked out about when I had that like felt the migraine coming on I was like oh my god I've got so much to do tonight I'm already behind I'll let down all this so I had a conversation with all of my clients and I reset expectations on a few things and guess what none of them none of them were concerned they're like of course yeah no problems at all it's very out of character for me so obviously they know that when I need to reach out and be like, you know what, this is what I'm like dealing with or someone going through, they're just like, oh, my God, yes, like whatever. So, again, grateful for the best clients in the whole wide world. <laughs> uh, my next reminder is to remember this too shall pass. It always does. And you have survived 100% of your worst days and you can survive this moment too. So we always look back, you know, on moments like this when we're kind of just like, oh, God, that really sucked. That was the worst. That was awful. That was horrible, et cetera, right? But you still got through it. And also, I love to look at moments like this and think of all the things that I've learned, which is exactly what I'm doing in this podcast episode. So when you start to reframe in that and being like, okay, cool, like this fucking sucks, like, you know what, acknowledge it, sit in it, whatever, but know that one, obviously, it's going to pass, but two, you're going to learn some pretty epic shit out of it as well. We always learn the most out of the hardest parts. My next tip or piece of advice is to let yourself be dramatic. Have the fucking meltdown. Release all of the energy. It's going to come out anyway. And believe you me, when you suppress it all, it's going to come out in the fucking worst way possible, which it did for me. Instead of just like, I guess, like, you know, turning the pressure valve teensy bits at a time so that I could let out like, you know, before I completely combusted. Okay. I just really needed to have the complete full meltdown and not guilt myself for it at all. Okay. Let it all out let it go, and then that way you can move on. Uh, my next piece of advice is to have more fun and bring joy into these moments. Like literally all I wanted to do, it was cuddle my goddaughter on Tuesday, but, you know, I was too busy fighting a migraine. I just wanted to sing and dance to Bay Shark or to Rockaway Bear with her, and I just wanted to, like, squish her face and have her run to me and then, like, yeah, I just I wanted to feel that joy that I get being around her and i just wanted to like do a stupid dance in to like my favorite songs like i'm still very much in my blink 182 era after <laughs> seeing them in concert a couple of weeks ago and i ju- like even in the car like car karaoke now i am the car karaoke queen and even i just couldn't even muster up the the joy or anything to like do a stupid dance in my car and sing at the top of my lungs which is very unlike me um so just do something silly or creative, or some sort of outlet where you can just literally sit there and you're not achieving anything, right? Other than whacking a smile on your face or just feeling more like yourself. Okay, so like if if you do any of these things, I'm telling you, please do this one. Like I wish that I had have done that, and I, you know, it'll be a time to remind myself to make sure I fucking do it moving forward. But most importantly, actually, no, not most importantly. That last point was most importantly. But give yourself some grace. Okay. And reach out and lean on people who are offering support or ask for help. Even if it's just a chat, right? Even if you just need to fucking unload on somebody and you know, you don't want advice. You don't want a solution. You don't want, and that's actually something that I noticed about myself. I said, I did not want solutions. All right. I knew what I had to do. Like logically I had everything planned out. I was like a fucking ops genius. Last week, finalizing all of the move bits and pieces, like my calendar was something else. I knew where I needed to be, what I needed to do. I knew that on a, I guess, operational level of my life, I had everything sorted out. All I had to do was kind of look at my calendar and be reminded where I was going to be, what I was going to do. You know, when the cleaner was coming, when the carpet dude was coming, when the gardener was coming, when the, you know, all of these bits and pieces, like I had it all down. It was all there. I just had to let it go. I know it was going to be fine but I didn't. So, and also I had other people offer to help me, like while, while I was back in riverland doing things in my house for me. And I, I ref- refuse. I didn't let people, I didn't allow people to come in and help me. So asking for help isn't the hard thing. It's actually accepting the help. And like you probably just heard, I am continually working on this because I really do struggle sometimes to allow people to help me. And I am beyond blessed with amazing people in my life. Who would literally do anything for me, okay? But I just don't I'm I'm working on allowing them to help me. And if you think about it, it's really selfish on my part because I'm denying those who love me and want to support me in the ability to do so. Right. I have this group of people who would drop anything to come and support me, to help me, to do whatever with me. And I am happy to ask if i like a tangible example. Um I needed to disassemble a bed. Um so it's selling on marketplace. And, you know, I don't know how to fucking drill. And I I you know, anyway. So I would message my cousin and I was like, Can I please borrow your drill? Can you please come over? I mean, he was never gonna lend it to me because I'd probably drill a hole in the wall but he was more than happy to come over and disassemble the bed for me. Okay. And that was okay. I was okay with that. But anything more than that, I was like, no, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. And poor Cody, like he just copped it. So you don't win medals for being the toughest person. I was shouldering all the burden in life. Right. What we win is for well, what I won. Anyway, it was a migraine and some forced rest, which I didn't really love. <laughs> so I hope that this was helpful and this episode was a really good reminder to just give yourself some grace, be kinder to yourself and give yourself some love in these times. Not even in these times, fuck it. Even if I'm in a good day, just give yourself some love. Like, why not? Well, you fucking deserve it. So to wrap up, I am forever reminded to be kinder to myself. So I'm reminding you guys. And do something for yourself today. Like it doesn't even have to be big, like something big, or like take a lot of time. Like we look at self-care and be like, oh, I need to go and get a massage and oh, I'm gonna go get my hair done. And like all those things, obviously I would love to do more than anything. I just switched around my routine, um, sorry, my uh, my day today, just so that I could have a little bit of an extra long walk um along the river this morning because I just need it. So again, it's literally 15 minutes, but I'm not going to listen to a single thing, I'm not gonna to listen to music, I'm not gonna listen to podcasts, I'm just gonna be with myself. Feel my thoughts. And I know that when I do that and create space and clear out all of the mental clutter, then I'm just a better human in general. So do something for yourself, anything, but just something to let yourself know that you love you. So the next chapter in my life has started and I'm so fucking excited to see what little adventures lay ahead for me uh, and continually optimizing my schedule and having sp- the space to create what I'm calling in, which is, um, you know, where all of my focus is going at the moment because I'm trying to declutter all of the shit because, uh, yeah, it's got some big dreams for 2024. So we've kicked off beautifully. Uh, we've done a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm excited to keep it going. So welcome back. To the podcast i'm so happy to be back here and recording thank you so much for listening to this episode i love you so much and i will catch you in the next one thank you so much for tuning into another episode of it's the vibe podcast i hope you feel empowered inspired and you're ready to pave your own journey and do things differently